Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. Who wants to be first? All right, Rhoda, let's give it up for Rhoda. I know everybody's going to say what I'm going to say. (laughs) The spirit of the Lord was just so wonderful the whole weekend. And, uh, sorry, I have lots of things in my life right now to be afraid of. But I was prayed for, and now I have peace. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And sometimes tears of he- are just healing, right? Even, even with that peace, he just brings so much into our lives. Thank you, Lord. Allison, let's give it up for Allison. And she had a wonderful time because she had a break from the children as well. make sure I went behind Rhoda because there's something that happened that really touched me that Rhoda was a part of and she probably doesn't even know it (laughs) yet but um, Bill started talking about expectations and having expectations for when we came to the retreat and I know in my heart like I've been working through a lot of anger and a lot of unforgiveness and judgmentalism towards people and just fear of man and so even just taking this step right now it's like Okay, Holy Spirit, it's only through you. <laughs> but um, but anyways, uh, so all those things were like kind of my expectations. Okay, God, you're going to help me through that, help me through that. But I didn't know how. I didn't have that, that key yet, right? And so anyways, when we were doing uh, the first session about love with Daniel on Saturday, yesterday, he was just talking about um, love. And then at the end, he was saying, like, come up if you want to receive more, if you want to get prayed over. And so I joined up at the front, and he spoke over me that he just felt like I needed God's embrace. And I'm like, okay, well, I definitely feel his presence, but yeah, yeah I don't feel his embrace. I, I don't, I'm not experiencing that right now. And so just looking into, like, what the word embrace means, it's actually an expression of love and of God's love for me. And I'm like, whoa, am I not feeling God's love? Am I not experiencing it in my life? And I kind of just let it go. I went back to my seat, and then it was a break time, and Rhoda came walking up to me and just embraced me so tightly, and it just was like, at first I'm like, okay, wow, like, she's such a, she has such a beautiful heart, like, this is so nice, and then all of a sudden my body just relaxed, and I was able to just experience that love of God just embracing me. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Lord. Because unbeknownst to both of us, God used her in such a powerful way to show me that I was missing so much love in my life. And, and as Daniel was sharing, he said, anyone who does not love does not know God. And I'm like, God, I don't even know you if I don't know your love. And so... He just imparted that onto me, and with that love, I'm now able to see that if I have God's love, 
I can face that anger in my life. I can face that unforgiveness in my life. I can face all the judgmentalism I have towards people in my life. I can face that fear of man because his perfect love casts out all fear. Oh, and I just, thank you, Lord. And then as, as Bill continued with being a witness, it just hit me again in the spirit, like, how can I witness I can't witness right now. I know, I, I know I'm witnessing to my children in my house because I love them. But if I don't have the love of God within me, I can't give them more. I can't give them God's love. And I just want to impart that so much. And, and God's just been breaking down so many walls in my life. Just, I just realized this weekend, like, wow, I put those walls back up. Those walls of protection. Those walls of self-preservation. And I, I'm just like... Wow, Lord, you have imparted such a gift in me of your Holy Spirit, and I have not been walking in faith and being able to see that his spirit is so powerful that I can actually cross over any bridge that he sets in front of me. And so it was just like amazing to see that. Can I take a double slot? Because I have something else. <laughs> double, double here. But... <laughs> I, I'm just feeling like so moved right now. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hon- honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I had a shower this this afternoon, and I'm like preaching to myself in the shower, and I'm like, Lord, only through you, <laughs> cleanse me right now. <laughs> um, but just, just another thing, like the whole theme of the weekend was about endurance. And when Pastor Sheila shared about her cross-country running, it totally just brought up my own experience with cross-country running, which was a bit different. So <laughs> I would start my race real strong. I'd be like, yeah, like, you know, the people are going to see me. Like, I'm going to be, like, part of that pack crowd, you know. I'm going to be up with the leaders. They're going to be like, yeah, like, whoa, you go, girl. <laughs> and then the middle of my race was all in the forest, and they couldn't see me. <laughs> they couldn't see me at all. So I'd be like, mm, all right, hail coming up. Mm, let's just take it slow. Oh, well, like, no one will notice. And I just, like, took an easy ride out, and I would just relax, catch my breath, because I knew that as soon as I got out of that hill, those people would be there, like, my parents would be there cheering, and I'd have to, like, put it on again, like, they they never questioned me why I was, like, 20 behind, like, they never wondered, they're just like, okay, look, she's got some oomph, she can do it, and so, you know, I'd pass a few other people, maybe, but I'd I'd push it to the end, and I'd give it my all at the end, like Pastor Sheila said, and, and I was just like, whoa, that just hit me, like, is this is this how I'm running right now? Because I'm in that middle of the race. I am in that forest. Have I lost heart? (laughs) Pastor Greg shared, he said, therefore we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. And that just was like, whoa, because when I looked up renewed, it said to make like new, to restore to freshness, to revive, and I was like, whoa, I definitely need that, like, if I'm not keeping the faith in that, in my walk right now, in the forest, in the trials, in the perseverance, then what am I even doing? I'm not, I'm not going to receive that prize. I'm going to be way back. He's going to be saying, well done, and he's going to say, who are you? Maybe you did some things in my name, but I don't know you, 
And that just was like so convicting to me. And I'm like, he revives us day by day. Every day. (laughs) I see it as a reviving. Like I see it honestly that every day I am in need of like resuscitation. Literally in my spirit. And I see it as that three, two, one, clear. You know, like hitting me, spirit, body, mind, soul, like my whole being. And it was just crazy. It just like, I'm like, you know what? My coach, as Kathy said, is the Holy Spirit. My coach didn't know I was walking in that forest. My coach didn't know that. He didn't want me to do that. He didn't want me to just take it easy and let people pass me by. He wanted me to run the whole race, to persevere. And he said, in 2 Timothy 2.5, it says, Anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown except by competing according to the rules. My coach set the rules, and I disobeyed. God, the Holy Spirit, my coach, is setting rules in my life, and I have been disobedient. And I just, I just want to, like, I'm so encouraged by this weekend, by being able to persevere, by being able to open up with my brothers and sisters, to being able to see that we're all on the same mission. We are all in the same race. (laughs) And during those times in the forest, like, I thought I was alone, but you guys are here with me. If I have a trial, if I have a hill that I see in front of me, then I can reach out. If I have a hole that I see in front that I might fall into, you guys can pick me up out of it. And God is just mending those bridges that I had, that I was putting up, those walls. And he's just mending that in me to see that I am part of this body. And we all are part of the body of Christ. And we all play such an amazing role in his body. And I just want to encourage you all that you are all part of his body. You are all a member. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're a pinky toe. I'm probably the pinky toe. It doesn't matter. God needs that pinky toe. He needs each and every one of you. So I just want to say that to you guys. I want to encourage you and uplift you and edify you today. As Daniel was saying, I want to, I want to do that to my brothers and sisters more and more every day as I walk this race. And I just thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you for Allison's honesty. And God, I ask that you would forgive us for not drawing from the body and not being a part of those things that we can do life together. And God, I ask that you would draw us as your body to to do life together even more, to pray together more, to walk together more, to to do small groups and places where we can connect more because it's about doing life. It's not just about a service and a time slot that we put, but it's about doing life together. So I ask that you would begin to break down those barriers and those walls in all of us, in all of us. Let your love flow and grow and increase in all of us. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, <laughs> preacher woman. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's it's not. No, this is it's what you know. We yeah, I know what you're saying because that's what we think. But but this is where culturally where that's doesn't help us. 
And I'll tell you why. Because we, we look at things in levels. And it's, that's not how we're supposed to look at things. We're all different. And the most important thing that, what that, that Allison was, was she was authentic. She was real. She was genuine and honest before God and before us. That is the most important thing that we can do because that is where God can work with us. When we're not honest with ourselves and we're not honest with where we're at, God can't change us because we're not being honest. And I'm just thankful for Allison being, being able to be courageous enough to be honest because that makes you vulnerable. But that's what we need to do. None of us has it all together. We all struggle. There's different things we struggle through. But that's why we have the body around us to sharpen us, to help us. Because my weak points, I need your strengths. And my strengths, you need for your weak points, vice versa. We're, we work. We fortify the weakness with our strength. But not all, all of us have all the strengths. We don't. That's why we have the body. Amen? Okay, who else? Don't be afraid. <laughs> we're, we're wanting to hear what God did in you. That's all we want. Well, um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who led the worship. I want to say thank you to Mike and Jerry and Mike and Mike and Mike and Mike and Mike and <laughs> Mike, all the Mikes and, and Natalie because um, it really added to when the speaker was speaking to have the worship going on. And I listened to, and you probably, the devil's going to tell you, But I was listening, and I told that to Natalie that I was listening, and the cello added so much. Thank you to Jessica for the cello. And I'd, I'd like to see the freedom in the worship. Because the ladies, that, like these old ladies, never went, I mean, they're my age, so. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so <laughs> sexist, but they're just as bad. Anyway, these women, <laughs> they, they were just like dancing in the back and, and grooving. And, and I thought, oh, it's just like, it's like a child, right? And I could see us having slides in the back and interpretive dance. And, and that's real freedom in the spirit. That's not license. That's not craziness. That's just freedom in the spirit, being like a child. And the, just the extended times of worship and the freedom in worship uh, ministered to me. And the Welsh Revival was great periods of singing. They would sing for hours. There was a singing group called the Four Sisters. And they, these people weren't old. They were like 17-year-old girls. And they would just sing, sing for hours and hours. And the presence of God would fall in the village. And people would make their way to the church and say, how can I be saved? They'd come to the church in the middle of the night and say, how can I be saved? And Evan Roberts... He was just a young preacher, and he would come and walk around the church, and sometimes he was invited to preach, but he just walked around and wept or came to the altar and just prayed. He didn't speak at all. People still got saved, and they sang and sang for hours. On that note of Kingston people, do we want to play 
That might be a good segue into some of some video testimonies. So, um, so we had six or seven from Kingston. Was it seven? No, six. Okay. <laughs> How many do we have of those? Four more? Did you want to do one more and then we'll go into the live one? So that was Marilyn, right? And then we have, uh, this is uh, Ernestine.
can we have a real live person? <laughs> I got Sarah. So there was a few things that um, kind of stood out to me, like knowing the love of God, um, then you can actually love God. And that's one thing that it's like, oh, wow, like I have I really dug in deep, like cowboy boots, how you dig in deep, or how you dig in deep with your boots to try and climb the hill. Have I dug in deep? No, I haven't. I, that's one thing that God's going to have to continuously work on me. Um, and then, I think it was Daniel that said, um, distractions. When you close that door, when God says, go into your bedroom and close the door, it's not meaning you have to go into a hiding place and close the door, but it means to block out the distractions. Shut your phone off or put it on. Do not disturb. Put it off to the side. It won't ring. It won't do anything. The message will be there later, just like it was said for the retreat. Your messages, all that stuff will be there at the end of Friday, Saturday night. It can be waiting until then. But, like, definitely it encouraged me to kind of go, you know what? I need to do that more, to close the door to distractions, to not... Let the kids be my distraction, my excuse for not focusing on God and what he has to say for me, for my family, for my kids, as they will drive me crazy <laughs> being so young and so close together. But God's going to speak to me so I can flow into them. And that was one thing, actually, that I was praying even in this morning. I'm like, God before we pick them up from grandma's. Um, I'm like, God, you got, I got to flow in. You got to flow in more. You got to flow in more so I can flow out. I don't want to be like the Dead Sea, and I don't want to have it where there's a blockage, where I'm not getting from him. And it was really cool, like this morning, just being able to pray um, and allowing the wrestling. If there's something that you're not getting, wrestle with it. Don't be afraid to wrestle with it. And like that was one thing I'm like, oh, this is hard. We got to keep wrestling. And to link arms, go, hey, you know what? I need somebody in flesh to come alongside me and wrestle with me. And it's okay. And I heard it on the last retreat, and again, this retreat I'm getting in again. I've got to link arms. I've got to link arms with each other because too often, because of the kids driving me crazy, being so busy, I'm not getting out, not reaching out to other people. But I'm praying God will continue to break that in me. Good stuff, Sarah. Um, you know what I like? How God, yeah, you can come up just saying something. Well, how um, when God works in our lives, he always sh shows us the problem, but he always gives us a way of escape. He always shows us the steps. And they're always steps we can do. They're not. Short. <laughs> You're preaching next week. Um. You have the whole service. I'm going to do half a slot today. Oh, you weren't expecting that. Were you? Hey, Bill, were you excited that one? Um, no, I just really short. You know what? I feel like... <laughs> 
I feel like when it came to just God coming in and touching people's lives that, you know, I find it always so refreshing and so rejuvenating when everybody can receive, when there's this life that just flows into each person's heart. That is such a life-giving experience. That is what I believe the church is all about. And so when life continues to thrive that way, like when, when we all are continuing to just keep going down um, the journey in our life that way, that to me is what is the greatest blessing. That to me is what I really um, enjoy. And so um, that was my encouragement for this weekend. There you go. See, God is moving. <laughs> you got Allison that would never speak. Be able to do that. You got Aaron that could keep it short. God is moving. <laughs> All right. Who else? All right. Terry. This was Terry's first time on the Replenish. Yes, thank you so much. It's, it is my first time at one of your Replenish, or one of your retreats, and I want to say I, oh, God really moved, and it was amazing, and you have so much wisdom and knowledge and um, just so much here to receive, and I want to thank you for receiving me, for making me feel comfortable and at home, and I really want to, Right at the get-go, Daniel, that's your name, right, Daniel? <laughs> um, it really touched me right away because when you said you can't run towards something you're not focused on, um, that, that really touched me because it's been a, a hard year with being uh, sick from COVID and then other things happening and getting rejection and stuff. And you kind of lose focus. I still had my faith, but this was such a God time for this, for replenish and to keep moving endurance because I've never lost my faith, but I felt that it, it lagged behind. So that apathy that we prayed about, and I just feel like I'm renewed again because I love Jesus with all my heart. And when life tries to wipe you out, just so thankful and another thing that was said that the Lord is preparing us for what is to come and I think this was just the beginning and I just I just want to thank you because everybody like someone said something in each one but close the door to distraction was another one because there's so many distractions in our lives you know kids and grandkids and um, moving and I knew that when I moved um, back here I was down in Brampton when I was ill. My daughter took care of me. And then when I moved back up here, we were right around the corner from here. And I just knew that it was a God thing because I knew I, knew I had to find a place to come and, and worship and belong and, and feel it. It's not just an inward thing. It's an outreach, right? And I just love how your church does that, reaches out to the children, to the youth, and to the, you know, us older people. <laughs> I'm in that category. Um, but it says, when I endure and overcome, my children and grandchildren can also 
endure and overcome. And that's the thing we talked about, that people are watching our lives. And they're watching if we, if we are going to give up on our faith, if we're, if we're really in for it for the long haul. And that's, that's where the endurance thing really got me, because we can endure with the Holy Spirit. And if, we're not, and if we don't have the Holy Spirit, if we're not doing it with the Holy Spirit and we're doing it on our own abilities, we are going to crash. And that's, you know, where I felt like when I was sick and I couldn't worship and I couldn't read the Bible, like I just couldn't do anything with my mind the way it was <laughs> and the sickness, but I was still praying. I was still speaking in tongues. I was still there with God, but I just, I felt like, I'd let him down or I'd let people down because I wasn't as strong as I had hoped to be. You know, you never know when, when, when life throws you a curve like that. And if you're not strong in your faith, it can wipe you out. But it didn't wipe me out, so. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I thank God for that. And I thank God, you know, the when you talked about how to rebuild endurance. So when, you, when you're not exercising anymore and you're not doing things, to get back into it again is so hard. And if you don't have people that are there on your side, it's even harder, right? You need that. And so certain disciplines we must have in place, and I don't like the word discipline, but <laughs> it's never been my favorite word. But we, <laughs> we, need, we need to be disciplined because... If we're not, like, in those disciplines of reading our Bible and spending time with God and, and being in fellowship with other believers and like believers, because I had that discipline, which I didn't think was a discipline, but obviously did, when you don't have it, you miss it, and then, you know, you get lethargic and you get lazy, and, and then when you come back, it's, it's awesome. So I just, I just thank you for that. I thank you for building up my, my faith again, and, and, and I know, and I know that I know that I am going to finish the race. Thank you. Amen. God is so good. We're glad you moved here, Terry. <laughs> This is your church. Oh, man. So many amazing stories of just the things that God has done. It, uh, it stirs my spirit more, and I, and I love that. I love that because the word says that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And so as we're testifying about the things God is doing, it's like, do it again, God. Like, do it in my life, God. Like, do it right now. And, and uh like, yeah, I, I, I told you guys from, from the beginning when we started, like, the Lord had spoken to me um, just about focus. And that was, like, kind of, like, for me, what I felt, even in my own heart, what he wanted to do in, within me. And uh, just the, the freedom that we had in worship. Like, I almost feel, like, in our church, I felt like there was a breakthrough. But, and in my heart, I felt like there was a breakthrough. Um, like, there was something that just, like, that just lifted and uh, there, was, there was one point during the worship time and the first night where I just heard the Lord say, you can't run like that anymore. And it just like, broke something in me. And I just began to weep on the floor. Um, and just like, I don't know, just 
just lay it all out before him. Like, God, how is it that you want me to run? What, what is it that, that, that I'm, whatever weight that I'm carrying that I'm not supposed to be carrying, what is it that you want to take from me uh, to lay down so that, so that I can run the way that you want me to run? Um, and, uh, and so for me in my heart, that uh, was definitely what, what happened. And I felt like almost like a freedom that took place again um, because I felt like uh, I've been doing a lot of things in the Lord, yes, out of a place of discipline. But I feel like there were certain things that I was doing only out of a place of discipline, you know? You know what I mean? You know when you're, you're like, only in that place. And it's not, like, it's not like there's, like, this joy behind it. You're just doing it because, you know, this is what God has said <laughs> for you to do. Uh, and that, that's, that's how I felt in, 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 in certain areas of my heart. That's how I felt. Um, and to, it just felt like something broke in that area. Um, and, and just the sense at the end, at the end, uh, just even a sense, like, a stirring of boldness. I know that uh, Bill prayed over me, um, but there was just like this stirring of boldness that began to enter, and I felt like this commissioning, I felt like it was for me personally, but then I also felt for, like for us as a body, um, that there's like a commission, like God is calling us, and like as we focus on him, what happens is we begin to focus on souls, because that's his focus, um, and so I felt like that's just becoming so much clearer and then as we get that perspective, uh, we get the heart of the Lord for the lost. Uh, and so, yeah, that was what God did in me. <laughs> well, um, I think that the Lord reminded me again of the power of running together. Um, Daniel and I do a lot for others like we we do a lot in ministry we mostly with younger people so it, it takes a lot out of us but I have the tendency to like really retrieve and to hide and pretend like I am okay but I was just so blessed when we got together in the small group and like talked and shared our sins with one another and prayed for one another I was like oh wow not the only one um, <laughs> shocker, eh? I know. Um, which, like, the devil lies to us, thinking that we're the only one. So I'm just so blessed by even Sarah and Allison sharing um, what they did. Like, I just feel like the Lord is reminding me, let go, open up, it's okay. So it's still a work in progress, but I was just so blessed by that. And also the worship. Thank you, guys. I know, like, so much goes into that and so much, like, gets taken out of you when you're pouring out like that. So I just so appreciate that. And <clears throat> I want to thank everyone that did like so much behind the scenes of the, with worship, with the food, with, of course, there's just so much behind the scenes preparation. Um, and like everyone doing their part is what makes it come together and become what it is. Like it's, it's not just one person. It's everyone doing their part. And it's, it's a pleasure and a privilege to be able to see that in action and to be a part of it. And so that's, that's cool. That's, that's God at work. Amen? <sighs> I kind of just want to get it over with, kind of, but I do and I don't. So um, I'm going to read this because this is a scripture that it says um, uh, everything was created through him. Oh, okay, hold on. 
because I, I think I lost it. I don't want to read the whole thing because it's too long. Okay. Um, I'll just talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I got to do my fitness thing, and I tell you, I loved it. It was so fun. That's all I ever want to do. I just want to get the body. I just, I just, I just want to get the whole body of Christ in shape. No, seriously, though, like, really, because it's a long race, right? Like, I cannot believe um, how, like, people got COVID, I got COVID, whatever. And I got really, like, I was really sick for, like, I don't know, a long time, a couple of years, just on and off with that stupid thing and other things. And, um, and I'm still recovering. Like, I'm still trying to get through it. But more affected was my heart through COVID. I was really affected by it. Like, I uh, thought I was okay. And I realized I was a little bit of an introvert, and that was good. I was okay with that, a little bit. And, like, I had, I spent a lot of time with God, which I, you know, um, that, was a, that was a wonderful thing for me to be able to spend that time praying, more praying, and just being alone with him and just being alone with myself because I never got that. I was always raising kids or taking care of people or always filling up my house, constantly running, right, all the time. And uh, so that was a beautiful thing. But the thing was, um, um, I started to feel, I did not really realize that, like, I seriously was mentally being attacked, you know, in my mind. And felt very much alone. And um, there were things coming up that I didn't even realize were coming up in my soul. And uh, um, what this weekend was, it was good because it was like everything, you know how people say, you know, when you do the January 1st, oh, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to stop eating this, this, this. I'm going to stop doing this, this, this. And I'm going to do all these good things. And we're going to, I'm going to get all better. And never happens, right? Just goes for two weeks and then people fail. But when you come to an encounter like this, it's like all the things, all your sins from all the past, from everything just gets all washed away. Like you just get all cleaned up again. You get all washed up and you get all cleaned up again. And it's like you get a fresh new start with God, right? So um, that's, that's exactly what these things are. And the other thing that I realize is that, like, I love people, and no one can take that away from me. It doesn't matter if somebody hurts me or rejects me or puts me down or does this, 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 and this, and this, and this. Because I was accumulating hurt, and it was just accumulating in my heart. And I wasn't dealing because I was like, I just, you know what? Just, just forgive them and let it go. Just forgive them and let it go. And you just, you can't do that. You, you can't. Like, you really have to, it has to be brought to God in a way where uh, it's something like this, where you just, you're, you pray, other people are praying with you. The power of God is with you. You have, you know, people that are praying over you, and things are being released and let go, right? And so the other thing that, that I love is that I see the body of Christ, and I love the people here. Like, I love people. Like, we were created to love each other. And, and that's the other thing that it brought back to me is like, you know what? We were created to love one another. And that's my joy. No one can take that away from me. My kids might have walked away from this church, and they're not serving God anymore, and that breaks my heart in two, right? But that doesn't mean that I have to turn my back, you know, and try to make life work for them because they're my kids because I love them so much and look another way. Like, if I, this is where I grow in my heart and with my relationship with God. Amen? 
so this is where I'm here. I'm here, I'm planted, and I'm just going to grow and continue to grow. And the other thing is that the thing about love is that love never fails. And God spoke that to me a long time ago. You know, that love never fails. So it's like, okay, look, there's a lot of things you can do because I can be a really good Martha. I like to be Martha, right? Because I like to try. I like to do a lot of stuff, right? I love to feed people. I love to see them eat and I love to see them enjoy food. I love to see people sit around in big groups and talk their face off and laugh and giggle and talk about, you know, right? That's why we have to exercise. You can eat whatever you want, but you just have to exercise. That's all, right? After dinner, just have to get up and move, right? So, yeah, and exercising, put, you put the music on. There's lots of wonderful Christian music out there. You know, that you could just, like, rock on to right into the deep hours of the night, too, you know, seriously. But what I'm saying is that love never fails. And God oh, God spoke that to me because one time I wanted to do something, and I just felt like God, and I felt my hands were tied. I felt like I wasn't allowed. And, and then God, I know God said to me, love never fails. And if you're coming from a motive of love, then you will not fail, no matter what you do, no matter how it looks. Because he will, he's there. He's in it. And if he's in it, he's going to do it. Amen? So I just want to encourage you to, like, if you go on, go on the next encounter, you don't have to. I mean, I have, like, I seriously. Oh, yeah, one more thing was um, that God really dealt me. I want to say this because this is my testimony, and we overcome by our testimonies and by the blood of the Lamb. So this is my testimony. Uh, when Aaron was uh, calling out the spirit of separation, boom. It just hit me right in the face, and it was like, wow. Sometimes our childhood pain and sorrows creep back on us, and you don't even know that they've been working in your life the whole time. You think, oh, you know, I've covered it, I've covered it, I've covered it. But for whatever reason, you know, we're still here, and we're still full of weaknesses and mistakes and things, right? We still have to work through those things. And that spirit of separation, I felt like, you know, all of a sudden it was like I understood a whole lot of things and, I mean, it goes right back to, to I, I really honestly believe that went right back into my birth right when I was born as a premature baby. And I was in the hospital for two months and I was separated from my mother. And they talk all about, like, in the fetus, in the womb, and all kinds of traumas that go on and what happens when the children are born and what happens to them. So, anyway, that's what I felt like that was. And I felt like it broke because that spirit of separation, when you suffer under that and you don't have that nurturing from your parent, that closeness cause a lot of relationship damage all the way through. You don't even realize it. You have no idea. And um, so anyway, I, I, that was identified and that was broken. And so now I'm believing for God to work, you know, freedom in that area of my forming relationships with people, not expecting too much and not expecting too little, but just expecting that love never fails. Amen. am so full but <laughs> but I never know what's going to come out really and it scares me it really scares me because every time I get up after these things I'm like God what are you doing <laughs> anyways um okay so first of all Mike um 
he really wanted to come, but he really wasn't feeling well, and he's he's really, really exhausted. But I think that the whole focus thing for him was that he got another refocus, and he said, I don't want to share that because I feel like I share that every time. But I'm like, yeah, but there's so many distractions that we do need to refocus, and this is always a good time to refocus. And so I know that, that, that he got that. Plus, he really wanted to go another day. <laughs> I don't know how he would have done it, but <laughs> he said, I, I almost feel like we need one more day. So I just wanted to say that on behalf of him because, <laughs> because he really did want to be here. And, uh, but anyways, so for me, um, running with endurance, uh, I feel like we are... Our church, I love my church. I just love my church. Oh, my gosh. And I tell everybody that, just in case you're wondering. Like, I tell everybody that. (laughs) If anybody asks me, I've been coming here for 19 years, and I love my church. Who can say that, right? Like, it's amazing. I'm serious. Like, some people go to church forever, and they don't don't really love it. I love my church, and I'm so involved, and I love it. Um, So running with endurance. Okay, so how much time do I have? I don't want to take too much time, but I've got so much, and I don't even know how it's going to come out or where. Okay. Okay, so um, okay, so God is really doing something in me, and it's so scary. It's so scary. <laughs> I don't like it. I really don't like it because um, Greg and Sheila have been like a rock for me, and my husband has been like a rock, and I'm saying that because I'm being called up higher and it's really scary and and you're letting him (laughs) I don't like it (laughs) I don't like it it's hard because (laughs) I'm not used to it I just feel like um when Allison shared she's showing her heart and and I'm not used to showing my heart a lot but I feel like God's even asking me to do it more and I'm like anyway so at like okay so in 2019 I really did feel like God set me free from so much and like there were several of you that were with me when that happened I was always the one in the back you know like I wanted to just be in the background although I loved worshiping God but then um when I went to that retreat God set me free of like a lot of stuff I don't he just does so much but um I was able to start singing and like and being kind of more forward but then just a couple months ago Greg asked if I could take more of a leadership role I'm gonna read some of my notes and um that is so scary for me because I'm I haven't been I'm trying to not speak out things because Jerry was talking to me about that but anyways um I haven't been very confident in making decisions and so God, I know that God is growing me in confidence right now in this season of my life and bringing me into a, a leadership role and being confident in making decisions like, um, sorry, one second, I gotta read. <laughs> Where am I here? Um, oh yeah, so, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm a mess, I'm, I'm a mess. Like, um, I haven't been very confident, like, um, with picking songs and things like that. Like, Greg's asked me to do that. And, um, and then, and then, so, like, and then he, like, and then I'll, I'll try to lean on him again. And I'll be like, okay, so what should we do? And he's like, 
whatever you want me to do, or whatever you want to do. And I'm like, no, like, <laughs> you've been always the one that's in control. <laughs> like, you're the controlling one. <laughs> like, you've always been like, you know? And he liked to be in control. <laughs> and I actually liked that about him, that I could just lean on that. <laughs> What's funny, though, is my husband is like that. He is more confident than I am, like, and he, he can take, like, if I don't know what to do, I can always say, what should we do? And he would give me the answer, right? So I feel like God is um, bringing me to a place where I'm, like, relying on the Holy Spirit rather, on, rather than on people or anyone around me. So, um, and I know that, sorry, I'm not giving any scriptures. I, I'm just, uh, <laughs> but... I'm like, you all must be more spiritual than me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, Sheila was talking about, or actually, I don't know who was talking about it, but um, the bird and the nest, and when you start taking out the things, and it becomes, like, uncomfortable, and I'm like, this is just not comfortable for me. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I think where I am here. Yeah, so I'm learning to lean on the Holy Spirit and to trust God more and um, to show my heart more, and I know... Um, Bill and Kathy, when they were praying for me, um, um, Bill is so prophetic. Every time he looks at me and talks to me, he, like, can read my mail. <laughs> but he just talked about unworthiness again, and I'm like, God, I thought I dealt with that, <laughs> like, you know? But I feel like God's just bringing me up another level and just, um, yeah, just taking me to another level where, like, I can't even believe I'm in like, just even just leading, and, like, I can't even believe where I was, and then where I am go came from, like, uh, then where I am now, and then I feel like I know where God's bringing me, but it's, like, you know, it's just so, it's, it's we are getting somewhere, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what else to say, I'm just, like, just have patience with me, and, and, yeah, just have patience with me. We're going somewhere. I don't know if I'm a great leader, but I'm trying as far as the worship goes. But, yeah, so. You're doing a great job. <laughs> you know, it was funny because Natalie, uh, you know, this, this retreat was a real push in terms of having to lead worship. So the way that I framed it was it's just a practice night. We're just, it's one big practice. Like we don't have to have it perfect. We're just we're just doing a, a practice for the whole weekend. That helped, right? So, <laughs> but you know that's where God's so good with all of us. You know He's patient to help us like grow in those different areas. And so maybe we'll do yeah the three more. We I'm just mindful of time too. So we'll do the three videos, and then I want, uh, I want, uh, well, we'll do the three videos first. So 
Kathy to come up. Oh, did, did oh sorry. Yes, I'll I'll end, I'll end with them. I want to do something in the service. So, is there anyone else that wants to share? Do you want to share anything? You're good. This is one another one of the mics. We have the Holy Trinity of mics in the worship. Mike, Mike, and Mike. How you doing? Um, this is great. Uh, Man, this is the third one I've been to, and uh, for anyone that doesn't know me, I'm a very reserved kind of guy. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, some things happened a year ago and stuff like that, and with my wife and I, and I'm not going to go into anything details or anything like that, but we've, we've been a couple of replenished, and God's just been chipping away, chipping away, and... Uh, since then, I was a worship leader for years and years, and I just, after the incident, I kind of gave it up. So for a year, I, I really didn't play guitar. I didn't do nothing. I was just like, God's going to meet me in my uh, recliner. That's where he's meeting me, because I just, I just couldn't. I picked up a guitar one day, and I, I couldn't sing, and I'm like, okay, then it's not meant to be, right? I just, whatever. And so I'm coming to this worship retreat, and I'm thankful for the worship teams. Like, the, the power was just on you guys, like the sound in this room and the, and the, the sound guys, it just gave that atmosphere, right? And it just created the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to do what he needed to do through each and every one of us. And um, 
for me personally, because that's all I can say is for me personally, um, when I started worshiping, I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm getting back into it, and this is okay. But Pastor Greg is saying stuff like, just let the Holy Spirit lead. And I'm like, well, yeah, I've, I'm used to that. Uh, yeah, but, you know, but in my mind, I'm just going back to the natural. Yeah, I can play. I can sing. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just fill it in, right? But the Holy Spirit hit me this weekend, and I'm just like, okay, there you are. There you are. And I just, I talk about endurance. I'm taking this, and I'm running. And there's been a couple calls in my life when, with Dustin Smith when he says, what are you willing to give up? And um, I, back then, he is, I was like, everything, right? Everything, everything. No, you got to give up everything, everything of yourself to go forward. And, and last night I felt that break and I'm just ready to go forward with the Holy Spirit and run with endurance. And I'm, I'm taking my wife with me. <laughs> she may, she may try to pull me, but I'm taking her with me and, uh, we're, we're going all the way, baby. <laughs> all the way because yeah, once you drink, you'll never thirst again. Come on. Amen. I'm trying to think if there's, a, I think that's everyone, isn't it? That's here. So it was on the replenish. I'll, now I want Bill and Kathy to come because what I want to do with Bill and Kathy, um, they they came up to serve for this weekend. You know, they didn't have to. We asked them to, and I really felt like really important because. We were doing endurance, and I know these two have endured, like, they're troopers. I mean, and you hear their life stories, and we've gotten to know them. And I knew, like, we need this to be imparted, right, what, what they have inside of them. And, and, but, I mean, we really value you in our friendship. We were talking about it today. You know, if you had someone that would you'd die for, and that you know someone would would do that for you. I do believe that I would do that for you. And I believe you would do that for me, like from the heart. Not just, you know, you don't have a lot of deep relationships sometimes in life. You know, we have certain ones. But they've been there in the really hard times. And I know we tried to be there for you as well. And... um but when they come, you know, they just come. It's not like, well, you know, what are you going to pay for and all the rest. Where in evangelistic ministries, a lot of times, there's a certain offering they want. They're always looking for something. They're not coming to serve the church and to help lift the church. Unfortunately, a lot of times it's like that. But they have always been just coming with a heart to serve and to try to lift the church and not. And I want us to bless them. I want us to receive an offering for them and bless them good. Because they just, the Bible says those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And that I believe a way that we can do that is with material goods. Because they're spending their time doing that in terms of spiritually, you know, giving those things away. But they can't go and accumulate a lot of stuff. Um, now, do not make your offering, got to clarify this, to big church. We can't do it because I'm on their board. 
uh, for UCAN Ministries. So you have to do it directly to them so you can make your checks out if you're going to do a check to UCAN Ministries. If you want to e-transfer, I believe it's bill, right, at ucanministries.org. E-transfer is probably the easiest, um, or you can go onto their website, and there's probably all those options to give there, which is the easiest. So just check out there as well. But I, I want us to bless them, um, just because they're just, we should. We just should. They've come, they've served, and they've been such a blessing to us, and, and I, I want to be able to bless and give back. And uh, I believe that's one thing that we can do. Amen? Did you guys want to say anything? <coughs> um, yeah. <laughs> it's about time, Bill! Gee! <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. I, I knew there was going to be miracles happening this weekend, and they're continuing to happen right now. Amen. Um, I just want to say, um, you know, when you are not used to seeing the function of the body of Christ and how you love each other like a family, I know my brothers and sisters from Kingston, they, they were shocked at how the young ones hugged the old ones and the old ones hugged or wiser ones. Like you guys... You guys really support each other, and that is so evident, and they saw it by, your, by what you did. You didn't have to preach it, but they, you were, your lives were such an example to them what the body of Christ can look like. And so I just want to encourage you guys in that, like keep moving in that. And, you know, the, the whole weekend, and, you know, Greg and Sheila has always been there to help us as well. Like if we need help or we're down in something, they always are there to pray. You know, even Sheila was on the phone with my daughter today, you know, and just encouraged my daughter. And it's like, I know they're like our spiritual parents, even though we might be older than you. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> I th <laughs> but, you know, they would, they would go... You know, Sheila has saved my life before. I know she literally did. I was drowning in my husband's sunbathing on the beach. And so <laughs> Sheila grabbed me out of the riptide and she pulled me to my feet. No. <laughs> so I know, I know, I know. I know that they, they would always be there for us, and we, we are always here for them as well. But, you know, this weekend, I just, rem you know, I always had my shield of faith in my hand, but I forgot to put it up sometimes, you know, that when earlier on in ministry, it's like I walked in such faith, I would book a plane ticket with an empty bank account. Like, I had such faith. And I just got that strengthened again, you know, like to step out, not to just do, but use my faith is so strong, right? Amen. Hey, David. Oh, you give me a, the mic, praise God. I'm so honored. Yeah, 
You got to get the uh, handheld cordless mic here, because I don't like these. <laughs> so I just want to say that, well, first of all, for me, for the weekend, is that God imparted a greater love and compassion for souls that will drive me even greater and farther. And so I'm so honored and a privilege to come, right? Because as leaders, sometimes when you see leaders all around, and you guys would probably relate with that, is sometimes leaders take in and they really don't take in because they think they've taken in enough and they, and they arrive or they know it all, right? And but so when, it's a, when you know that we all are running the race together, there's nobody up here. We're, we're all on the same level. We're all human. We're all going through the same life. And we all need that. So, so I just want to, you guys to know we didn't come here to thinking we're all that. And we just come here to, you know, we're so great. No, we, we're on the ground with you guys. And we, we wanted a touch from God. And, and it's so great because we go churches all over that this is, I tell everybody, I just told somebody the other day, where's your home church? I said, it's in Barry. You guys, whether you like me or not, who cares? <laughs> I'm your brother. I'm your family. And so, you know, when someone tells you about that crazy guy, you can't walk away and say, I don't know him because I'm your brother. And you guys are my mom and dad. And, and that's what it takes. You know what? God, in his great, great mercy, he looked down at my wife, and he looked at me, so this is not going to work. So he had to bring people like Greg and Sheila, and the three of them keeps me in line. <laughs> well, let's pray. Let's pray, and let's bless out. Did you want to say something? Okay. So I didn't get to share um, what I got out of the weekend. And uh, Natalie, I, I'm going to keep it really short because I know we're, you guys have been patient. But it's been good, has it not? Yeah. I, I always love seeing what God does. And, I mean, I just, I really love every one of you. And those that aren't here because of circumstances, being late and exhausted and having to work tomorrow, all of that. But... Um, just seeing what God does in each individual, like, it's, it's so worth seeing what God does. But um, for me, one thing that I've been pressing in for uh, this beginning of the year is to see souls getting saved. And I think out of the whole weekend, that's been what's been really the dry like it, it was like you could hear God's heart that this is what I'm longing for and it was like it wasn't about me or what I was going to get it wasn't it wasn't and, and I felt such a hunger from each one of you that were there just saying oh God like I need to reach souls I need I, I need to see people coming to know you because I'm saved but I want others to also be saved and if we're lacking in an area in this church 
his souls. And so I want, to, I, I want us to be praying in the, ne- the next while. Is God, give us those souls. And Trevor, can we, can we pray for you too tonight? Um, because Trevor actually ministers to so many broken people that, that don't know Jesus. And um, so I want, and I have been praying for you even in that area. Like, I, I know. 20 years. Yeah, for 20 years. But especially at the beginning of this year, like I said to Greg when we did our fast, I said, you know, Trevor has a wealth of people around him that just he needs to have us come alongside and to help undergird that because that's a ministry that I don't think you realize that you're operating in to the degree you are. You know, that, that is evangelism. That, that is the, the work of an evangelist. And so I want us to pray for strength for, for him in that area, and especially today. Um, you know, he uh, just this morning, there was a gentleman that he's been ministering to, and he found him dead this morning at 11. And um, he, he wasn't doing well. He had a, something happen to his back. And Trevor said, I'll be, I'll be back in 12 hours. And um, when he showed up, the man was, was gone. And so, you know, that, that makes, like, like we're, we're in it for the real. You know, th- this is real. You know, we, we go home and we know that we're going to heaven. But, like, there is a lost world out there. And we have more than enough. We have Jesus and so I want us to pray for that, but to to pray for this, even for breakthrough in this, because I know Trevor's been, since he got born again, uh, for those that don't know, Trevor, and when Aaron wasn't serving God. Guilty. Oh, no. <laughs> they used to run together as teenagers. My bad. <laughs> and, and when Trevor... The first time Trevor came to my house, it was like God gave me such a love for him, like a son. And I started to pray for his soul. And um, I I said, God, for having to go through what this child put me through, (laughs) I want to see this one in heaven. And... um, after Aaron got on fire, I forgot, we, I lost track of Trevor even. But there was so many times throughout that God would tell me and lay it on my heart to pray for him and to pray for him and to minister to him. And now when I see what God has done in his life, I'm just so amazed at the goodness of God. But Trevor has a wealth of people around him that also need the Lord, and he's doing what he can in that, but we need to pray for strength and to undergird, and, and just to come alongside, and like whenever you're, you're feeling that, like let's take soul serious, because if anything out of this weekend, for me, that was the defining moment for me, it was like this, it was like God was saying, this is my heart, and this is what I am getting out of the weekend, and I am trying to get to you. And 
it kind of, it didn't matter who was sharing. Everybody was touching on about souls and others. And when I hear all of you talking, it, it, he was speaking that to each one of us. And so let's just be encouraged in that, but let's pray and press into God for to see more come into the kingdom. Because I don't want to be selfish and keep this to myself. Right? So let's pray for Trevor and just for that situation because that that is a very hard thing to have to see. Like that that was a close friend. And um but I want to see you strengthen to and that this will not cause you to shrink back, but it'll cause you to even run stronger because there is a great need. And I want us to be able to come alongside and I've been praying as to God, how do we even do that, and what does that look like? Because when we went to your birthday party in the summer, you had a church full. <laughs> you did. You did. And uh, all, every kind of walk of life. And so let's just, let's just pray for, for this whole thing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, I thank you, Jesus, that you came to bind up the brokenhearted. And I thank you, Jesus, for just those pieces, those places, those hurts, those pains that that you carried first and, and that Trevor can give to you now. I just thank you that you can bind up those places in Trevor's heart, that he can give those things to you. And I thank you that you can... Just bring such peace in the midst of all of this, that you can bring comfort. You can bring comfort that no one else can bring. So I ask for your comfort, God, because you are the God of all comfort. You comfort us in every trial. So I thank you for that comfort that only you can, can bring to Trevor right now. And I thank you that 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 love that you've put in his heart, that will it only grow and increase more. That even this situation will only increase increase your love in his heart to, to reach those friends. And I just, I ask God that you would even fill your, Trevor's heart with more of your love. More of your love. And that you would give him the words to speak and even the sense of urgency, God, when he's speaking with those friends. God, I pray that you would give him those words that would draw them to a place of decision even, a place of, of reality that it would shake them and real, they realize that there's, there's more and they have to do something. So I just thank you for that, uh, that anointing and that, that strength and that power that you're going to begin to increase in Trevor. Thank you, Lord. And let's just let's pray for uh, Bill and Kathy now because this is souls as well. And Trevor, you can pray for them as well. And we thank you that... Uh, with souls, we also know, God, that, that you've called Bill and Kathy as evangelists. And so we, as we partner with them, we thank you that every soul that they reach, we also are reaching. 
as we've partnered with them. And so we thank you. We thank you for that reach that you have given them to, to many nations in the world. I, continue, I pray that you would continue to open those doors. God, you would continue to increase them in, in, in effectiveness to be able to reach even more. So I thank you for doing that work, doing that work, God, continually doing that work, increasing them so that they can reach even more and more and more for your kingdom. And God, I thank you that as we've sowed this seed of blessing financially, that God, you're going to bring more souls to our church. We're sowing that seed for more souls here that you would bring more souls here. So we sow into their ministry, God, four souls, four souls, God, because it's the only thing we can take to heaven. Everything else stays. And we bless those souls that you're bringing into this church. We bless them as we go out to, to reach them wherever we are. We bless them. We thank you for their lives. Amen. Amen. Well, that turned out good. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know what? Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.